0: take what's good you're listening to the fearless kitchen podcast and now it's time to join your host vanessa baxter Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Fearless Kitchen. It's episode 55, which is absolutely amazing. So I've passed that one-year mark, which I find absolutely extraordinary. Thank you guys for listening along the way. Uh, It's just been such a fantastic journey of growth for me. Listening back onto the first episode compared to the episodes I do now is really quite funny. But that is life, isn't it? You learn along the way, and I'm very much about being fearless, jumping in, and learning as i I do, rather than waiting until things are perfect and then maybe just not getting into it at all. So it's really exciting as well because in a few weeks I will have my cookbook hot in my little hands, The Fearless Kitchen, which is currently being printed, and there will be a huge launch here in Auckland, probably now at the beginning of August after the school holidays, and uh, it's still like a dream, I don't think that I will really imagine that it is a reality until I've got that book firmly in my hands so it is called The Fearless Kitchen it will be available on my website when it's actually out and about and we've done our book launch and you guys no matter where you are in the world will be able to order a copy and I'm still in the process of trying to work out how much it's going to cost me to send it around the world and if it costs too much I've just decided I'm going to hand deliver to everybody make it a mission to go around the world with my little copies of my cookbook and hand them out to those of you who have purchased from far afield. So thanks again for being part of the journey uh, with myself and World Podcasts here who are my business partner for the podcast. And we are going to now zip straight in to episode 55. So today's episode is all around getting kids back into the kitchen Uh, and I've been having quite a few conversations with different organisations here in New Zealand around this, you know, philosophy and idea because so many of us are concerned about the obesity levels in the Western countries that we're from but also just in realising that kids and teens have certainly lost that innate ability uh, to be able to jump into the kitchen and cook for themselves. And whilst I say it's innate, someone does have to teach them how to do that or inspire them to get in there and be creative and to give it a go. And with my cookbook coming up, uh, I'm all about getting everybody opening that cookbook and using it. Uh, And I know that, you know, because we do all live in a really hectic and very online heavy world, it isn't that we all have just, you know, time to mess about for the a joy of it, and often it's a bit of a task uh, to have to go into the kitchen and cook. And yet, wouldn't it be fantastic to just have the opportunity occasionally to just have a bit of fun, uh, to be creative and inventive without needing to worry about the outcome? And that's where children are awesome because they're naturally inquisitive and they really just want to play and discover the world by being involved in it through, you know, manipulation and exploration and trying different things. And if we can relax as adults and get the kids cooking, then it's giving them a chance to create and to build and to mould and to explore and develop skills. And also at the same time, engage with you, ask you questions, seek your guidance and hopefully have some fun. So I've got coming up a couple of full day kids cooking classes here in Auckland for the school holidays. And I feel so blessed to be able to host these classes and to have kids come to me to learn how to cook because they're always full of energy, these classes. And the kids smiles when they realise that they can use a knife or they can make their own own pasta or roll a rice paper roll without it sticking to themselves is like it's such a huge reward for me I just find it you know so exciting but of course it is a kitchen and they know these kids that the rules around what they're doing um, are vital so that is something that you must do if you are getting your kids into the kitchen You know, you need to think about important considerations around safety and it's actually a really good way to open a discussion around what are the dangers in the kitchen, what do we need to be careful of rather than just uh, dictating it to them. And if the kids know the routine and the real chefs have to do the same in their kitchens, then they're pretty happy to follow the guidelines. Uh, So, you know, you get their hands washed, you get their hair tied back, you get an apron over their fresh clothes. Uh, you get them to read through the recipe from start to finish, to know what's going to happen if you know if a little fire does start. To know what's going to happen if they do cut themselves with a knife, you know what is their reaction going to be? What can you do together? And then they're ready to go. So with regards to getting started, I think the most uh, important thing is kids will tend to grab a recipe and just immediately start at point one. Uh, And if you can get the kids to read through the recipe first or read it through for them if they're really young, then they understand that there is a system to cooking and there's an importance around the systematic approach. And once they're clear how the recipe is going to be followed, uh, then they get ready and prepare all their ingredients. And the exciting thing now is with all the reality TV cooking shows, kids are used to seeing people with their little pots and plates of ingredients all prepped in front of them before they start cooking. So that's been a really fantastic role model for children understanding about prep and mise en place, which is a fancy French way of saying having your prep done. Uh, and even a five-year-old you know can be taught how to use a knife with supervision and how to prep their ingredients and put them in rows and of like ingredients and they quite enjoy that and they're so eager to be independent so this is a really fantastic moment to encourage that and not to say oh no you're too young oh no you shouldn't touch a knife because unfortunately that's just sending negative messages to the To the children, and it sort of shuts down their innate inquisitiveness. And you know, kids learn so much by making little mistakes along the way, and they will be so proud of what they achieve just by the pure process of getting to completion. And it may not be the prettiest picture from your perspective, but you know, they just have this momentous satisfaction over achievement, um, and that really is an invaluable way for them to feel at such a young age. Uh, And your little guys, you know, the more tactile and interactive they can be, the more they'll enjoy it. Uh, And letting the kids into the kitchen to be tactile and interactive is much better than having them just using their thumbs on a screen. It may require you as a parent to have a bit of patience or as an aunt or as a big, bigger sibling or an elder, older sibling because it may not always turn out how you expect it to be and there may be a mess, but you know, if you can somehow acknowledge that the kitchen may indeed have remnants of sticky fingers all over it, then it is easier to deal with this in the aftermath. I think also that the secret ingredient is the knowledge that these guys are really going to have a lot of fun and they're learning maths via measurement and the systems and processes that go with cooking. They're learning uh, uh, honing their motor skills in the prep work. And kitchen management through the whole prepping, cooking and the cleaning up process. And if you can encourage them to clean as they go, then there'll be hours saved at the other end. And you know what? It's kind of fun. Kids can get quite excited around wiping down benches, rinsing off chopping boards, sweeping floors before they move on to the next stage. So if you just make it part of the process, then it just it is as it is. And the knock-on benefits as well, of course, is um that common I don't like that response um where parents are tearing their hair out at meal times. If you get the kids in the kitchen and engaged in the actual process of cooking then they're likely to try new flavours and they'll often even surprise themselves. So introducing them to different styles of cooking and alternative cuisines in the kitchen uh, as a method will actually heighten their interest in different foods and how it's made and even where it comes from. It's great for general knowledge and it's great for breadth of experience on the palate. Uh, And of course, with a little culinary creativity, you know, the kids will learn the patience uh, of having to wait for things to either cool down or to cook before they can move on to the next thing. Uh, And hopefully, you know, you're supporting skills there that will become life skills for them being able to look after themselves in the future. So, you know, I think that Kids in the Kitchen is paramount for moving forward and creating a a more healthy society than the one we currently have, which, you know, is really pretty tragic uh, and a lot of overweight uh, kids coming through. And by getting them learning just some basic skills, you can also have the conversations around choices that they're making for what they're eating or what they're grabbing at to eat, whether it's in your home or externally at school or with their mates. So, I've got a few guidelines that might help you if you're interested in kind of getting started and I know that I have a real age mix of people who listen to this podcast. So, you know, it might be that you're a grandparent and wondering what it is that you can do with little guys. It might be that you are a later teen yourself and you're wondering, you know, what sort of things uh, you can be you know, attacking or trying in the kitchen. So, for the really little guys, you know, from sort of about one to three, uh, they love to do stirring and pouring and, you know, they'll shake things and roll things and mash things. Uh, they love that. And then you kind of three to four-year-olds, they're great for helping you wash your vegetables or rolling stuff with a rolling pin. Absolutely love, you know, measuring and pouring and mixing. You know, it's like the old days of I remember when I lived in Melbourne, And I had this amazing little house down in the back garden that was built for me. And I would just do cooking down there for so long. I just remember sitting down there with all my little pots and pans and my Tupperware and just doing mud pies, mud pies, mud pies, because it was Melbourne. It was constantly raining and where dad had put our little kind of house, playhouse, you know, there was all kind of mud and stuff around or dirt and we would just spend hours making mud pies and, you know, doing the whole cutting out and rolling and spreading and mashing and yeah, you can do it down in the garden or you can do it in the kitchen for real. Then your five to 10 year olds, I love this age. So I actually have five to 10 year olds come often to my cooking class. And what I love about these guys is that they love things like cracking and separating eggs. You know, they love to turn on food processors and mixes and stir food. And if you've got a little stool so that you can get them up safely at the right height for the stove, then you can actually teach them how to hold on to the saucepan and very uh, carefully stir things such as melted butter on the stove, flipping pancakes, which they love to do, and grating and slicing and chopping and rolling as well. And then you move into your sort of 10 to 13-year-old range and these guys love experimenting. You know, they love to see if they can add things or take things away from recipes and they enjoy the concept of actually reading the recipe but then playing around with it as well and tend to fall into that real baking mentality at this age. They love their muffins and cakes from scratch and sauces and making fresh pasta through a pasta machine. So anything where there's kind of a device that they could maybe use, You know, julienne with an Asian julienne peeler, some things, or make dressings, like what could you add to – make a really cool salad dressing or can you make your own mayonnaise? Can you make your own hollandaise? All those sauces where it's almost like a science experiment when you're watching the ingredients combine to make that wonderful, delicious dressing or sauce at the end. You know, this is really cool for kids to see how those raw ingredients combine to make something else. And then, of course, you've got your teens and by now these kids are really starting to follow true recipes. It's a perfect time time for you to be able to explain some of those terms they might come across like saute and sweat and marinate and broil and boil and grill. And, you know, depending on where you are in the world, there'll be different terminology. You know, they may come across a recipe that says use a skillet and I'm not sure what a skillet is. And, you know, if you're Antibodean, Oh, kiwi then you're explaining that that is a fry pan and you can show the difference between using a cast iron pan or using a stainless steel pan you know you can really get much more down into the details and the intricacies of cooking with these guys they love the why they love to know you know what's better than something else and why you may do something and why there is a system to a recipe like why Vanessa I'll get do you saute off the onions until they're soft then we have to add in the tomatoes and then we have to cook it all over again for another 15 minutes why don't we just add the tomatoes and the onions together at the beginning of the sauce and then to explain to them if you don't allow the onions to cook and become soft first and then you add in the tomatoes the acid from the tomatoes will stop the onions cooking any further so if you add Add those tomatoes in too early, you're going to have crunchy onions in your sauce. So they love hearing all about uh, the process. Uh, now, the other thing, of course, is kind of making sure your kitchen is ready for this complete onslaught of kids in the kitchen. So if you are going to encourage younger kids in particular to come into the kitchen, just make sure you have all the ingredients ready the recipe that you're going to try because it's really frustrating to get started and then find halfway through you don't have a key ingredient such as eggs or butter. Uh, and it's really a good idea for parents also to pull all the equipment out that you think you might use for the recipe rather than stopping and starting and having to open cupboard doors and find things along the way. If you get it all out to start with, then it will keep the process um, much more swift and just an easier one to manage, especially for young kids whose attention spans tend to wane a little bit. Uh, then of course, um, you know, washing hands, washing benches. I would suggest if you are got to cook with kids, just working on one recipe at a time so that they really can learn what they're doing. They're following that recipe through from the beginning to the end. Because if you break it up and you try to add in too many recipes at once, or you're trying to do two or three different dishes, they'll get confused between, you know, oh, well, we're stopping this now. And while that cooks, we're going to go and do something from the other recipe. They actually won't learn. They won't actually realise the process. They'll just be following your instructions. So it's quite good to just do one. And... um Yeah, while you're waiting for something to cook, guess what you can do? You can get them to clean up because that is the perfect solution while something's being, uh, something's maybe in the oven and then the kitchen's nice and clean and by the time you get around to eating then you will have a lovely room and you don't have to kind of go back into it and get it all sorted, which totally, totally drives me nuts. So I guess that is my kind of little philosophy around cooking with kids and trying to encourage them into the kitchen. And it's funny because yesterday I was talking to a lady here from a PR firm who rang me to talk about a kids cooking competition that's going to be offered during this coming school holidays and kids can enter the competition and all they have to do is say the ingredients that they've used to create the recipe and send a photo in of the recipe. And she was saying, you know, it's so important, isn't it, that we get kids thinking about this and imagining uh, that they can actually cook from scratch because uh, she was as concerned as I am that there's a lot of information being given to kids or being verbally uh, provided for children around nutrition and what they should and shouldn't be eating. But I believe, as, as does uh, Vicky Lee, that in actual fact, if we can just get kids cooking, then by the nature of that, they will be making better and healthier choices around food. So I think, you know, as uh, on top of all of those things, um, it's not just about the cooking, of course, either. It's about the time and the togetherness uh, in the kitchen, you know, cooking at home, eating real food, incorporating all those delicious things that we've just talked about uh, is really vital and important. And... When you're doing this, you don't have to dwell constantly on, oh, that's the right food and that's the wrong food, because you know that that concerns me hugely for kids. That we're going to end up as well with a whole heap of kids worrying so much that they end up heading down the food and eating disorder route, which I would hate to feel, um, you know, that I was a part of. So I guess I hope to impart through these cooking classes just a really simple knowledge of fresh ingredients and how to use them. Um, And what I've also seen in the cooking classes is a whole heap of kids come together that don't actually know each other outside of my cooking classes. So this amazing sense of community around cooking and the friendships developed over their mutual love of preparing food. And I think that is wonderful and it will help them to grow in confidence in cooking for their friends ultimately and for their families when they go home. So I guess there is my reason for hosting kids cooking classes, my true passion and belief that kids should have some knowledge and be aware of how to cook. So it would be really cool. It's frustrating sitting here talking, uh, Just into the microphone by myself because it would be so cool to hear from you guys how you feel about listening to what I've talked about today. You know, do you think it's a great idea to get kids in the kitchen? Do you see that this current generation of kids is getting better um, at understanding uh, food and wanting to get into the kitchen, or are you kind of concerned that it's sort of heading down a technology route and that kids are still being fed? Pretty much pre prepared or packet food, and not acquiring the knowledge and the skills of being able in the kitchen. If you got in touch with me through my Facebook uh, page, that would be amazing. So I'm on Facebook as Vanessa Baxter NZ, and I'm also on Instagram at the same handle, Vanessa Baxter NZ, and Twitter. And then, of course, I have my website, and you can touch base with me there, vanessabaxter.co.nz or thefearlesskitchen.co.nz. A huge thank you again to World Podcasts who help hugely uh, in getting this podcast out every Friday. And thanks, of course, again to all your listeners. Um, And if you could do me a favour and share this podcast with one person, If each of my listeners could share it with one other person and encourage them to listen too, then I could double the number of listeners on this podcast and that would be super helpful for me to start to seek some sponsorship to keep the podcast going because it does take an enormous amount of time and energy and it would be super, super exciting to get some sponsors on board. So, I need you, my listeners, to help me out with that if you can. Thanks again and I'll chat. See you again next week. Bye. Ooh,